Welcome to episode 15 of How to CE5, where over the course of 21 episodes, we're going over 21 basic things for you to do so that you can be a great CE5 ambassador and make contact with ETs. I'm Andre Cardoso, and today we'll be talking more about how we can prepare to have a great group fieldwork session in doing CE5 and specifically with this episode about the importance of having an agenda or a plan or a protocol so that everyone in the group has some expectation of what they can expect and what being out and doing CE5 fieldwork is like. Having an agenda or a plan, some kind of idea for how the night will go, like what you'll do when you arrive, how you will be spending your time while doing the field work, and how the session will end will help give everybody in the group some peace of mind and the confidence that the event is going to go well and that the important things have been thought of and covered by whoever is organizing the event. So in my own experience, I have recognized that there are a few different things that we do when doing CE5 field work. And there's a kind of order to it that has been regularly repeated with most of the groups that I've gone out to do CE5 with. So I'm going to share that with you now. And I just want to let you know that my notes are based on my own experiences of how great CE5 fieldwork expeditions often go. I encourage you to feel free to try any of this out and see what works for your own group. So I'm going to outline the different steps that I would include in an evening agenda for doing CE5 field work, whether you're doing it inside or outside. And there are five steps with an optional sixth step as well. The first step is having some kind of orientation uh, where you set the stage and get ready for the rest of the group work. The second step is syncing the attention and the intention of the group. And this can happen in a variety of ways, but normally this happens with the whole group meditating together with a shared way in or a shared method. Once the group is in a calm and meditative state and has a sense for the expanded aspect of pure awareness and universal consciousness, the next step is to practice doing coherent thought sequencing and to go ahead and use remote perception to connect with extraterrestrial beings and bring them to our location to further the contact with the people who are present in the CE5 fieldwork working group. Step four is actually going and making contact and this can comprise a whole array of different activities and different manifestations of contact some of which I've explained in previous episodes. And step five is closing the circle for the evening. The optional sixth step is having a time for some conviviality, some gathering together in a relaxed setting, maybe having some snacks and a drink and just enjoying each other's company in a really relaxed way and kind of setting aside some of the more formal and serious aspects of the field work together. So we'll go ahead and talk a little bit deeper about each of these steps and what goes on during those points in the agenda. So for orientation and setting the stage, what this looks like is normally we make a circle with the group. Um, 
Whether we're sitting on the ground or sitting in chairs, we form a circle that's facing inwards so that we can all see each other. And also we form this ring so that there's a perimeter view of the whole area and everybody in the group. So when our eyes are open, there's always a pair of eyes in every direction of the group so that we can see around us on the ground and also can see all the different areas of the sky if we're under a night sky. After we form the circle, we check in with each other and provide orientation to the night sky. So what might happen at this time is that we inform everyone about the location, how to handle disposal of rubbish, toilet facilities, those basic logistical kind of things. We'll also direct everyone to speak up and share with the group with a sense of openness and not judgment. Any interesting perception that arises has the potential to enhance group oneness. And we want to remind everybody about that at the beginning when we first form the circle. We also want to check in with each member of the group as to any recent contact experiences. Ask if there's been any remote perceptions leading up to this expedition, any premonitions or experiences in meditation related to this gathering. And also for ease of communication regarding sky-related contact, we review the following as a group. We review the cardinal directions, so whoever is there with a compass of some kind can point out with a laser or with their arms, or just pointing at different people in the group so that you can see where is north, where is south, where is east, and where is west. We also want to point out where the zenith is, which is the highest point in the sky, and how to refer to locations in the sky using the degrees. So 90 degrees being at the zenith and zero degrees being at the horizon, 45 degrees being somewhere halfway between the two. We also want to, if anybody has some knowledge of astronomy, point out notable stars or planets or constellations for reference. Also to mention any satellites that may be going overhead based on checking the satellite chart before going out to do the field work. All of this preparation helps prepare everybody to point out things that may appear in the sky and to be able to share with everybody using a common language. So for example, say, I saw something and I want to tell everybody about it. Instead of saying, oh, look at that right there. I say, I just saw a flash of blue light at 65 degrees up in the Northeast. Did anyone else see that? So just being able to practice that language where we say where we saw it um, in relation to the degrees and the cardinal directions will help things go smoothly. Orientation is also a great time to play fieldwork tones and do any basic light signaling in the direction of the zenith or at specific stars or constellations of interest. The second step in this model agenda for CE5 fieldwork is to sync the attention and the intention of the group. In this gathering of attention and a sense of oneness and expanded consciousness can include not just the people in the group, but also expand out to the natural area where you're doing your work, include any animals or plants in the area, and humanity and the earth in general. So this can often involve a ceremony such as a puja, which involves a sense of reverence, or it can involve synchronized group activities such as chanting, gentle breathing, or movement exercises. Most typically, the best way to sync the group's attention is with a simple, guided, or silent meditation that centers the group in a place of expanded awareness, facilitating the next step. And the next step is 
going through coherent thought sequencing, and intending to remotely perceive any extraterrestrial beings or craft that we can connect with and to draw them to our location to establish further contact. From my experience, this is the most consistent portion of any CE5 gathering, since it is the basic process by which contact is usually initiated. Depending on the development of the individual group, the experience level of those attending, and the familiarity with the process, this step could begin very soon after arriving on site. Oftentimes, fieldwork events can be enhanced when they are preceded by some remote viewing and doing coherent thought sequencing by the group members leading up to the date and time of the actual physical group gathering. If there is a guided meditation, this process is usually narrated at the end of it so that all group members can be engaged in the process of coherent thought sequencing at the same time. Once we've gone through the meditation and coherent thought sequencing and we feel really established in this place with the people that we're with and really established in expanded consciousness, now is the time where contact happens. Step four is making contact. And when this is happening, we'll be open to people sharing their experiences in real time. Any visual or sensory phenomena, any intuitions. Activities during confirmed contact will vary. If the group is new or there are new members, it is common for ETs to do a scanning kind of process and assess the coherence of the group. CE5 may escalate into higher levels of contact, and each group should prepare at the beginning for the most intimate level of contact that they would be comfortable with, including but not limited to having individual interfacing with ET beings or boarding an ET craft. So it's important for us to think about what level of contact we'd be most comfortable with and to communicate that with the ETs in consciousness. The ETs will be perceptive of that and respectful and observe our level of comfort with them. They don't want to scare us, and if things do go a little bit further than we're comfortable, a lot of the times the ETs will kind of back off. During this portion of the field work, it is useful for there to be ongoing and open communication between group members as much as possible, with primary attention on any leaders of the group, so that they can help keep things orderly and Make sure that everybody who does have something to say and to share gets a chance to share it with the group. Some expeditions can result in little to no confirmed contact events due to various reasons, and that is okay. CE5 is a practice like anything else and benefits greatly from experimentation, repetition, and persistence. If fieldwork and ET contact that may happen during your fieldwork session is extensive, and lasts over the course of several hours, it is recommended to repeat this agenda going through steps 2, 3, and 4 with short 10 or 15 minute breaks for drinking water, using the toilet, or having snacks, and general conversation. The last main step in this CE5 fieldwork agenda is closing of the circle for the evening. And I find that this is actually really important not to skip because it's a great bookend to the whole experience and giving everybody a sense of completion about the whole thing. 
The closing of the gathering is a great opportunity to bring the attention of the group toward a sense of community and gratitude for being able to engage in this beautiful work together. As with all of the previous steps, there is flexibility in how this may happen. In my experience, this often involves standing and holding hands or having an extended group hug. Then there can be some rounds of group chanting or humming together. Anyone who feels so moved may share their sense of gratitude with the group. And nowadays, with more and more social distancing happening, you may want to come up with your own way of feeling like you can connect with each other that's not holding hands or hugging, perhaps. The optional sixth step in this agenda is having a post-fieldwork session, um, which oftentimes we just generally call conviviality, where we get together and just enjoy each other's company in a relaxed setting, maybe not out in the fieldwork site, but just anywhere where you feel like you can relax, maybe have a little bit more to eat or drink, and have some nice conversation with each other and enjoy each other's company. So just to give a summary of that last session again, if the energy of any of the group members is still high, some or all of the group can gather together after the official session for some time to hang out over snacks or drinks. This can be a great opportunity for group members to get to know each other better and to review the events of the night or share stories from previous expeditions. Thanks and I hope you got something out of all of these different steps for an agenda to consider putting together a group fieldwork session. If you would like some more tips about how to form a CE5 group and more on meditation, equipment, and logistics, download the free CE5 Basics PDF from the website, ce5podcast.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next one.